Thank you for joining us today on Geezers of Gear, episode 57. Today's podcast is brought to you by Martin Professional. For over 30 years, Martin has been revolutionizing the lighting industry by listening to customers, understanding their needs, and responding with products that not only meet those needs, but exceed their expectations. This year, Martin have taken huge steps forward with a whole range of new ERA fixtures, creative elements such as Video Dot, the pixel-mappable Mac Allure moving fixture, and P3 technology to deliver incredible integrated light shows. Seeing is believing, though, so if you're at LDI, I encourage you to visit Martin at their demo room N253 and see for yourself. All right, gentlemen, here we are, LDI, on the Martin booth. And it is noisy as hell in here, for those of you who can't tell. We've got noise gates on microphones, and it is still noisy as hell. This is a busy, busy show this year, and we are sitting on the Martin booth, and we got a whole bunch of people looking at us like we're uh, weird or something. I kind of feel so, like yeah. I'm a... I kind of feel like a fish in a fishbowl or like a monkey, a dancing monkey. Why are all Peter, these people staring at us? What's going on, Peter? Why are they looking at us I like have this? I have no idea. Maybe I feel they, like Barbara Streisand. I think they, they might think <laughs> we're I'm the so Starbucks. pretty. They might think we're the Starbucks booth. I don't know. We're the Starbucks, <laughs> Starbucks booth. <laughs> I will take a latte, please. So this is Geezers of Gear, episode number 57. And this is a very special one because what we're doing today is we are... First of all, we are live on the Martin booth, and there are people taking pictures and looking at us funny and stuff, so that's kind of interesting. I think uh, they're expecting something to happen. Peter's going to take off his shirt and flex his uh, fantastic muscles. Tahoe muscles. Flex my fat. Uh, and uh, we've, we've coached Chris. He cannot smoke in the booth, so right. this is going to be Excellent. very difficult. Excellent. A whole hour without a cigarette, Chris. Oh, no. You're going to have to make it. So with us today, we this is a very special episode for me personally because... I was a part of what I still believe to be the very coolest trade show booth ever done at LDI, which was the Martin booth in 1995. So right now, this weekend is actually the 24th anniversary of that trade show and of that incredible booth that we did. And also, you know, the concert on the beach and the party and the... You know, Chris getting his stomach pumped at the hospital. And, uh, I had no recollection. Did that really happen? Wow. You didn't hear about that? I didn't either. I had no recollection. Uh, Chris got so screwed up drunk at the uh, at the uh, party. I thought we were going to be nice here. <laughs> we're going to be nice, Chris. We're going to be nice to me, to Peter, to Martin, sometimes Henry. Exactly. But uh, you're fair game, Chris. <laughs> We brought you here for a reason, my well, friend. Uh, I see. Yes. I see. So, um, yeah, 24th anniversary. It was a really, really cool event. And uh, what I remember, the very beginning of it, was basically Peter Johansson, the, the founder and CEO at the time of Martin, and Gerard Cohen, who was the CEO of uh, Trackham and Martin's distributor here in the United States back in the day, came to me and basically said, we want to up our game. We want to we wanna do something that's never been done before. We want to do something really, really incredible. And I said, how much money you got? And they basically gave me a budget. 
And I said, okay, I think we can probably do something pretty special. Here's what I want to do. I want to hire a, a major, major lighting designer. And they went, what are you talking about, a major lighting designer? And I said, well, you know, we want someone with a big name and with big ideas to come in and do something big and really crazy and fun. And um, so the very top of my list was um, actually... Uh, Roy Bennett, but he wasn't available, so <laughs> no, <laughs> that's okay. I was going to say when you, when you exhausted the list, then you went to the Beatles. No, no, actually, Peter was at the very top of my list, and uh, I went to Peter's then manager, uh, Michael Brokaw, and I said, "We've got this." Here goes ten percent, right? Ten percent, because I mentioned his name. Boom. So I, I said, "We've got this crazy idea. We want to do a trade show booth, unlike anything anybody's ever done before at LDI." And we would like Peter to design it. And, you know, of course, Michael, how much is in it? <laughs> what do you got? What's in your pocket? And so, um, you know, we told him our budget and, and what we wanted to do. He talked to Peter. Peter called me back and said, you know what? It sounds interesting. It sounds fun. You know, can I have, like, creative freedom? Can, you know, here's some of the ideas that are already popping into my head. And just really cool ideas. So then, you know, we hired Peter. And I got the budgets approved, basically, by... Uh, Peter Johansson and, and Gerard and, and away we went. So Peter comes to me and the first thing he says is, I need a clown. Yeah. And I, I'm thinking, you know, okay, this isn't a big deal. You know, I'll go to like birthdayparties.com or whatever, even though there was no dot .com, com back then. Yeah. But I'll, I'll go in the yellow pages and I'll search for birthday clowns. And um, of course, you know, that's not what he wanted. He said, I need an Emmett Kelly-style Kelly, clown. Sad clown. And so we didn't have Google back then, so I'm going to people in my office, who the hell is Emmett <laughs> Kelly? You know, who is this guy? I need to know something about this. And it's a very sad clown, and it's a very theatrical clown. Very theatrical. And we found a guy, and I can't believe his name just popped into my head, and I'm positive you don't remember his name, no. Ken Samuels. That name does oh, ring yeah. Ken Samuels. Yeah. And Definitely. so we find this guy, Ken Samuels, who is just a jack of all trades, but he's like, I've totally got this. And I just got goosebumps just thinking about it because he was perfect. Mm -hmm. I mean, Ken Samuels was a perfect clown. And I don't know if he was a perfect Emmett Kelly clown, but I think he did a fantastic job for what yeah, we needed. He did great. And then the second request that Peter has is I need trick riding bicycle guys. I need guys that can basically do flips and back flips and you know jump around on their front wheel and half pipe, yeah. BMX. half pipe, yeah, you know. And yet I want them to perform in the center of the booth. So we want to build a uh, like a half pipe and a ramp and all this stuff right in the center of the booth. And I want these guys to ride. And I'm thinking, Jesus, you know how. Thank God it's Miami Beach and not Javits or, or right. you know, McCormick Place or something where the unions would have, you know, wanted a million dollars just to sign off on it. But um, so we said, OK. And then he says, and finally, I need a choir. And we're like, Peter, Jesus, come on, dude. And so, you know, the budget kind of started going, ouch, you know, we can't get a live choir in here for the whole show. And he goes, I've got a better idea. He says, get me one choir singer, like a gospel singer, yeah. and then a choir of lights. And so, um, you know, Peter, how did you come up with this concept? Where, was this a bad dream you had? Or <laughs> what well, was it? you know, I'm trying to recall exactly where the half pipe fit into that whole scheme. Yeah. Everything else made sense to me, at least from 25 years uh, later. 
it all falls into place. Um, I know the concept, it was really kind of a progressive concept <clears throat> in that Emmett Kelly or the uh, sad clown would be inviting people into the bleachers that we had set up, right. dusting them off for them and so forth. And we'd have the curtain in, which was a scrim material, and he'd basically emcee the show silently. He right. was, never spoke a word. It was all pantomime. Right. And, uh, and when that thing opened, the first thought was to utilize the effects of those lights that we, I saw using on the half pipe uh, and going into almost a black light look on the BMX riders yeah. to uh, solidify that look. But actually, we did have a reveal before that, which yes. was the grand reveal of the PAL. Yeah, was the yes. new fixture. Uh, well, but even before that, with with Ken the clown. Right. So the PAL was the first fixture with automated framing shutters. Exactly. And so you had him using like a feather brush, brushing in the shutter blades. Well, that actually, to be honest with you, is my favorite part of the whole. It was amazing. Because I, I hired a, a gentleman named Velton Ray Bunch. Ray had been musical director with uh, Mac Davis, which I'd been working with for a number of years, Dolly Parton and so forth. Okay. And we pieced together the musical track for that whole thing beforehand. Right. And of course included in that was this melodic section wherein uh, it started with the uh, Emma Kelly yeah, uh, sweeping this big circle up on the thing. Right. He'd wipe one in and the shutter would close in. He'd go push in the other side, it would go in, but the other side would open up again. And yeah. So, then we got into this short piece of ballet-type music where the lights did a ballet, a yep. ballet of shutters and spinning gobos. It's still, it's still my favorite moment it of the was show, cool. frankly, yeah. you know, before the curtain opened to the yeah. reveal the half-pipe yeah. and all that. Yeah. Yeah. It's still impressive when you look at it, right? You oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that was, uh, I mean, the whole clown thing. And, you know, not only did Ken really launch the Martin fixture and and show off those framing shutters because I remember when when he first dusted the first blade yeah. that went in yeah. I remember the oohs and ahs in the crowd and I just got goosebumps again <laughs> yeah. because the whole audience just went whoa oh my god you know it was like are you kidding me automated framing shutters and you know now that's obviously a very normal thing like uh, you know oh. Martin has framing yeah. shutters in most of their fixtures a lot of the manufacturers do and, but back then, that was the first one. So it was cool. I mean, the other thing that he did so well was, like you said, getting people to the stands. And he almost acted like a, uh, uh, what do you call those people that walk people down to their seats? In the, an usher. usher. He acted like an usher almost. And, I mean, the guy, Ken's personality was just so amazing. Uh, he was great. And he never complained because, let's face it, the conditions were not the greatest. Conditions. The uh, conditions were tough. We'll get to that, Chris. I know you got yeah. some things to say. Oh, yeah. Chris is nope, holding. Nope, nope, he's nope, biting nope, his nope, tongue nope, right nope. now. Chris took Xanax today. I like it. Chris took Xanax instead of uh, Jägermeister today. That's a very good thing. A little less aggressive. It's coming later. That's later. Yes. It's, oh, no, we'll get to it. We'll definitely get to it. But, um, yeah, so then, you know, like you said, you went into the whole pal. And I remember the music. I remember how the pal dropped down on an elevator. Yeah. And, um, you know, the, the fixture never really lived up to the hype that we created for it, I think, in that show. But wow. it, was, <laughs> it was an incredible way to launch that fixture and to show it off to people. And, you know, I remember the 1200 watt super zap 
the no, RoboZet? Centerpiece is where. Oh, it was yeah. the centerpiece. Yeah, that's what it was that was doing the, the sort of fanning effect and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the oh, center. I forgot about it. Yeah, I forgot about it too. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, our BMX riders, which, you know, let's back up a little bit. So before we even got to the trade show, we had to rent a... Um, an aircraft hangar, which was another request that came from Peter in the budget-crunching moments that he was uh, hammering me with, because I was the one who basically had to translate translate Peter's needs and desires to, you know, my, my uh, bosses who were controlling the purse strings. And, uh, but that was one that, you know, the rehearsals that we did in those, in those aircraft hangars were incredible. I mean, these and the bike guys building their own ramp for us, basically. Exactly right. They yeah. built the half pipe and uh, came in and rehearsed and stuff. They had a great attitude. It's actually one of those bike riders who's got the video up on YouTube right yep, now. Yep. That's how you can find the video is through one of those bike Amazing, riders. Yeah. And I don't even know where that video it came actually from. It came from Tim Edwards. And That's I the original one. My, my YouTube. Or I had it on my YouTube, yeah, and I don't know where it went or how he got it, but he got it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the only place I could find it on YouTube still yep. that video, so that was pretty cool. But um, so, you know, that was probably I guess the hardest part of the whole show was because there's a physical attribute to that whole thing where they can only ride so hard, and it's dangerous because they're getting up into the lighting rig with their and aerials. We, and we weren't lit ideally for what they were doing. We, we were lit weren't. theatrically and yeah. in black light or strobes. Yeah. Not exactly conducive to riding your bike six or eight right. feet in the air. Right, yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't the it wasn't no. the easiest thing for them to do. Right. And but I thought they did a fantastic job. Honestly, the one that was actually videotaped was probably the most boring of all of their performances because uh, yeah, yeah. they were so much better than what was in that videotape. They were much like that must have been late like on by Sunday or something yeah, by the time so it was videotaped yeah. because they were kind of tired and a little slower and stuff. In the beginning, they were going for it. And yep. remember, they were doing this, what, once every... I was just going to ask that. I How? think it was every hour because we every... had to jam them up because we were missing the two days. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, so we were yeah. jamming it every hour. We were hour doing as many as we could. Was? Yeah. 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 Yeah, so every hour these guys had to go out and do it again and not yep. get hurt. I don't remember. Did they ever fall? I don't nope. remember them ever Never. falling. Never. None of them fell. No. Um, and there was, what, two riders or three? I don't remember. Two. Two. Yeah. two riders. So two riders every hour doing flips, doing all this stuff. No stand-ins. I mean, nope. it was, it, and they never fell. They never fell one time. No. So that was pretty cool. And then, you know, so that was the Bush song, I don't want to come back down yep. from this cloud. And then, um, boom, <laughs> straight out of that into, you know, another goosebump moment, this big, you know, woman comes out, gospel singer, and yeah. start singing this whole praise him mm-hmm. song. And again, when the 518s, because you had a woman who would sing the lead line, and then the, the background vocals came from RoboScan 518s. Well, this whole, started, this whole thing started with, I had frames built uh, with robes yeah. and wigs. Yeah. And of course, the 518s and mirrors were the face yeah. beneath each it of the wigs. It was so cool. But when it opened up to silhouette, Anybody sitting there thought, oh, we got a live choir up yep. there. Yeah, they because no you saw gowns and wigs. That's yeah. all you saw. Yeah. So and when of course, it came the one on. Live singer down front, oh they, my God. they just translated to a live choir, yeah. initially at least. Well, yep. you can even hear it in the video, and by now everybody's already seen it, but they still laughed and they still got excited yep. about it and stuff. So it was still like a big moment when yep. they um, just kind of went, you know, 
oh my God, those are lights with robes and wigs on. And uh, that was just so cool. I mean, that was that, that show, you know, and then it all wound down again back into Ken Samuels with the, a slower version of that circus music from the beginning. Well, the uh, choir, of course, went crazy and it built and built. And yeah. then it revealed the big Martin logo in the back. Right. Yep. It was like. Wow, you remember this pretty well, Peter. Was, yeah. I like it. <laughs> I like it. It was like going to church. All of a sudden, there it goes really the Martin was. sign yep. in the back. Yeah. And then eventually it faded down musically. It all faded and cross-faded to the scrim. I think the scrim. Oh, no, he brought this. back. He pulls, pulls the, the scrim back in. It comes all down yep. stage. Yeah. Everything upstage went away. And think about that. We had a booth. We had a light booth with a not downstage, midstage, and upstage yeah. area. The eight downstage being the clown with the curtain, midstage, the half pipe, with upstage was the choir. Completely yep. different thing going yep. on. Came all the way back down to one again. Yeah. Came full circle. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, and then, so at the very end, you know, it was that whole like sad music, and he was sad, I guess, because it was over or whatever. And then, with the last note of the music, he reaches up and pulls the light switch, and the yeah. lights go off. Blip. That's it. And you know, again, I just got goosebumps because every single time we played that show, the entire audience clapped, they smiled. You know, you could look at people's faces when they were. Uh, uh, you know, when they were going through this whole thing, you could look at people's faces and see them smiling and, you know, realizing that the 518s were the choir, not actual singers, that, you know, there were actual live bicycle riders there that were doing flips and stuff that were, you know, I mean, what an incredible show. It just really was. It was and a fun show. I mean, yeah. again, where did this concept come from, Peter? Was it a, was it a nightmare, a recurring dream, uh, I, you know? I, I hate to be redundant, or uh, that's the right word, but it kind of just pulled it out of my you-know-what. Yeah, it just it just <laughs> dropped, huh? It just dropped. It just, it dropped. just dropped. That's I, a good I, one. I don't, <laughs> I don't know really where the initial... I, I think the initial uh, inspiration came from certainly introducing the PAL and what it could do. Right. And how would I present that? Well, I had the idea of the curtain with the shutters and that whole idea. What better way than with a clown? Right. And it right. kind of grew from that. I honestly... I was, I'm scratching my head over how the hell did I come up with a half pipe? I'm not sure. No I idea. I think it was just to irritate the hell out of you. <laughs> well, it was irritating. It was irritating. And, you know, they got a little whiny as the days went on. But, yeah. I mean, it, as they would because, you know, that was like, again, every hour I got to go out there and ride in a yeah. booth that was really warm, Very that warm. had bad lighting in my eyes all the time, not lit for riding on a ramp. You know, it was dangerous, it was hot, it was tiring, it was all those things yeah. every hour. And, you know? you know, the other thing to remember is uh, everybody in the bleachers had their own pair of headphones. Uh, they all had headphones. I forgot headphones, about that. Yeah. And uh, uh, the butt shakers. But, the butt, butt shakers. Butt shakers. Yeah. Underneath yeah. to yeah, I forgot emphasize about that. the bass notes and all the accents. I forgot about that. That's yeah. true. Yeah, because and we couldn't get a, away with loud audio. Well, there was like too we much audio to. surrounding right. much as yeah. it is right now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, that that was amazing. So, you know, obviously, it did not come without challenges. This this show that we did was tremendous. It was expensive. It was unbelievable. It was done with 1995 technology, which you know at the time was by today's standards, you know, it would be easy to do that show. I mean, coming uh, I up with the concept, coming up with the easy. concept would still be brilliant. Yeah. But actually doing the show, the lights were lighter. The lights are, 
you know, more reliable. The lights are easier to work with. They're smaller. They're this. They're that. It's just more variety. Now, it it course, would have yeah. been so much easier, yeah, but, I believe. But, but again, that, I'm not the one that hangs the lights yeah, or but, programs them. <laughs> but since that show, right? I mean, there's really nobody that's done a theatrical presentation like no, that really since at LDI. So, well, Roby, Roby does a pretty good job usually. Roby tries to do some pretty theatrical yeah. things. I just... I don't think anything ever has come close. I don't know that anything ever will come close to that again because partly because of budgets. You know, budgets come into play and people just at some point their butt cheeks tighten up and they get scared and they go, "Oh shit, you know, I can't spend, you know, a million and a half dollars right. to do a booth like this these days." And there's far more manufacturers and vendors now taking up floor space. True. You couldn't you couldn't afford that much floor space yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. So what I want to get into is some of the challenges that we faced uh, in getting this done. And I mean, you know, starting with rehearsals and um, this air, aircraft hangar uh, that I remember going and sitting with you guys until about midnight. And then I'd cash in and you, guys, in. Would still, you guys would still hang out until four o'clock in the morning or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. But going all the way through loading the show into the Miami Beach Convention Center and then a lot of the problems that we had. So, you know, what are some of the challenges that either you, Peter, or you, Chris, remember from rehearsals and from, you know, the beginning stages? Uh, the heat of that hangar. I was yeah. going Unreal. Thing. Yeah, it wasn't air conditioned, was no, it? No, we so had yeah. a, a spot cooler. Well, you didn't ask for an air conditioned hangar. <laughs> Next time you need to ask for an air conditioned hangar, We opened hangar, the doors. Yeah. yeah, but it was a helicopter hangar, yeah. if I yeah. remember. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. We had two helicopters right right next to and us the whole time. It's not like we had the full setup in front of us either. No, right, no. yeah. You know, working with a lot of air. Yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of open space. Yeah. No, it was, uh, I mean, yeah, I do remember it being hot, and I do remember it being, uh, you know, not the most pleasant. Yeah, and that's why we try to do it at night. That's the only way right. we could do it. Fair yeah. to mention your co-programmer. Yeah, uh, George Valdez. We, yeah. Had, we had quite a number of people come in and help us yeah. or hang out with us. Yeah. Uh, you know, Nick Freed. We had uh, Tracy, the sport, all the support staff yeah. from Trackham and Martin. Yeah. Boy, they were all there every day while in the in the heat so we could program at night yeah they would tech all the lights make sure they all work before we showed up well the other thing we have to remember is these are the days when lights didn't come in flight cases with hanging hardware on them and all that they came in cardboard Board boxes, boxes with no plug yep. <laughs> you had to screw a plug <laughs> onto it uh Absolutely. you know yeah i mean it was just these things were not ready for a show you had to get them ready for a show, and even then they weren't necessarily always ready for a show. So, A lot of the elements we were dealing with then, and certainly the effects, are comparatively passe now. Yeah. You know, the shutters and the spinning gobos and... Everything's you know, got it, yeah. 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 And, and back then, the idea of a 2K light was kind of new. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah it was. Well, no, it's, it's uh, you know, it, again... 2K I, source. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. If you, if you look at it, though, we had, um, I was just on a show in Chattanooga with a couple younger guys that had never seen this before. And by the end of it, they couldn't believe that we didn't have one moving head on that. Yeah. That was the first thing they said you was, this is all mirrors? That's a real good point. Right? Yeah. God, I never even considered that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we didn't have moving heads <laughs> no, yet. That, no. was, yeah. that was 1995. Martin uh, introduced their first moving head in 1997. So two Amazing. years, and then it was a wash light. It wasn't even hard edge yet. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, we had a ways to go before we introduced uh, moving heads. And 
So, yeah, I mean, that was uh, the rehearsals, the unpacking and hanging of everything, oh. just trying to make it all work and fit together and make it work was challenging. See, now, in my role as designer, quote unquote, I, uh, my part during the load-in was to enjoy my uh, room at the Delano Hotel or yes. Delano. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fabulous facilities for yeah. uh, R&R. You, you had a very good negotiator <laughs> on your side, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah. You know, he, he, had, us, uh, he had us jumping. But, but yeah, I mean, when you, when you look back on the technology comparing it A to B these days, right? I mean, in 1995, you'd wrap a show and you'd almost have to retech all of the lights again to make sure that it was all, you know, high and tight to go the, around again, right? Yeah, the support staff spent a lot of nights at, oh, yeah. at Miami yeah. Convention Center before Couldn't we even showed up. Yeah, well, before you, we even showed up. You look at a you know a Viper performance these days or some of the more modern Martin fixtures that are shuttered like that. You know, yep. the shutters move butter smooth, they're fully repeatable, and they're I mean what, twenty times more reliable these days, yep. right? So yep. exactly. Yeah. More so even. Yeah. So yeah. you know, we've we've got it basically ready we've got it rehearsed we've got it ready to move out of the out of the uh hanger the hanger and and uh what challenges do does anyone remember because i don't think i had much involvement <laughs> to be honest with you i think me george and peter disappeared until it was ready right yeah i think so That's, well certainly my recollection yeah. as far as i'm concerned because <laughs> yeah. we had just spent three weeks in a hot hangar and we didn't want to have yeah. anything to do with the yeah. setup yeah you know? i mean we were beat down pretty bad yeah we had enough yeah. work to do once it was loaded in right and set up because yeah. we really had to basically step through and adjust and yeah and well there were some long nights program. there yeah. were definitely Absolutely. some long nights in getting that thing done so you know we get into the convention center and you know obviously I don't remember exactly when it happened, but one of the biggest problems that we ran into was the massive power problem. Yes. And when did that start? Do you remember? That started the Wednesday night, I think, before the show. was. was it used to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. And it was Wednesday night. We were still trying to finish the final 30 seconds of that, of that ADAT tape, if you can remember that far back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, we, and it was stretching from the heat. So it kept missing, you oh, know, and we kept right. trying to get it. We were using ADAT because we were using SMPTE, right? Correct. Right. And the whole thing was SMPTE time-coded. And so this heat <laughs> in this, in this, I don't know, hanging pit that we had up in the air. <laughs> yeah, that, it, that it, DJ yeah. booth thing. <laughs> the tape kept stretching. By the time the seven minutes was gone, the end kept stretching. So you we had to keep doing it. I forgot about that. And I then forgot. all of a sudden, boom, because everybody started firing up their lights that Wednesday night because all the booths were there. Yeah. So, like, I think TMB was just next to us and High End was too. So, once all the booths <laughs> fired up, ours was gone. Yeah. Ours was completely gone. Yeah. And we couldn't get it back. Well, so, <clears throat> you know, this became quite an ordeal because, uh, you know, you had Peter and Gerard just going nuts on the show management and on you know just anybody who would listen we're gonna sue you and we're gonna shut down your whole trade show and so i think what they eventually did was brought in generator power just for our booth right? correct correct they, yeah that that was a sticking point oh, they refused to bring in generators really? they refused they, yeah. they said no we'll work it out tonight when the show's over which was already thursday night right and tracy insisted with gerard and said we want them we'll get them here and we finally got them right and, but once we got them we still had to replace all the bulbs that had browned out from the bad power. Yeah. All the bulbs had to be replaced. Oh. All of them. Oh, God. And so then we ran the power, and then we were good to go. I think 
Friday night is when we finally got everything. Yeah, set so for we Saturday. missed the whole first day, basically, yes. right? Uh, like yep. we kept thinking, and we'd we'd have a false start, right? Try and run the show, it it yeah die yeah. again yeah. or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I think Friday morning was still that Edlin. was a nightmare yeah. day. Edlin was still trying to figure it out Friday morning because we missed Thursday, and they said, "No, you're all good. We repatched you." And we fired everything up, and we lost all the bulbs again. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! That was a nightmare. So then, finally, we did get it running Friday night, and we had power. And uh, Peter, um, Chris had a picture of the, uh, or actually, it was Noel, I think, who had a picture yeah. of the sign <laughs> that was an apology from the trade show to Martin, Peter Johansson, Gerard Cohen. Track them in Peter Morse. Yep. It was apologizing oh, to everyone, basically. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no has actually, it. I have it. I'll look yeah. it up in my phone oh, while we're wonderful. talking here. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, that was that was pretty hilarious that they uh, that they put a sign up apologizing, and that made Gerard happy, I guess. So um, better than a refund check, right? So uh, I don't know. You know, then <laughs> remember the PAL is a new fixture. Yep. Um, all of these fixtures were operating in an environment that they really didn't enjoy that much. It nope. was very hot. And humid. And very humid, humid. Very humid. And um, nope. like nope. 518s were covered by gowns. Mm-hmm. And wigs. And, and wigs. wigs. So they weren't cooling Couldn't properly. at all. Yeah. No. So, you know, I remember after every show, basically, you guys had to power everything down, reset all the fixtures, start changing lamps. It was yep. nonstop. Yeah. Uh, it was. Just chasing yeah. your tail. I mean, we had, wasn't it Carmen? Was it the, Carmen was the stage manager, right, Peter? Oh, Do you remember? Yeah, it was yeah, Carmen. It was Carmen, right? Carmen Rodriguez. And she yeah. would make sure that oh, all yeah. the techs oh, would get in there That's after right. the show. Yeah. And Carmen they would, was they amazing. They would work it. And the guys would go get their water. The bike oh, riders would go get the water. I had to text her later. Yeah, yeah, I forgot right? all about that. Too. Right? Yeah. And uh, I completely forgot about her. Yeah, that yeah. was, um, it was worked between every show. It, we constantly, and then we'd have to get down out of the crow's nest and try and cool off, and then we'd have to climb back up because Peter loved us and had us up in the 30 feet ceiling of yes. that booth. So when you're talking, <laughs> I was there with you. Of course, I was down on yeah, the ground. Yeah, down on the ground. <laughs> so I'm, cu- I'm curious at this point, how many lamps did you go through? It had oh, to be dude, two or three hundred, right? To be honest with you, it had to be in the almost a thousand, I would imagine. You're kidding me. No, all discharge uh, lamps yeah. at the time, right? Yep. It was a lot of lamps. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it was Archery. a thousand. That's a big number. It's by oh, the time did we did it, we did it at rehearsal. How many did we have actually hanging? Or I think we. I tried to do the numbers and I can't remember, but I think we're around six hundred. I was going to say five. Yep. Yeah. Wow, that's nuts. Yeah. That was four links. Try finding four the links plot again. Thirty-two. Uh, four links of 32 fixtures for each computer, and we had five computers. And a rolling chair for me to go back and forth in between. And unfortunately, sadly, I mean, there is still footage of the show, but unfortunately there wasn't proper footage shot. It was, right. you know, whatever some people happen to have on hand. And right. Some were on target, some were not. But what every one of them reveals was the stretch tape the, yeah, uh, at the end, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the uh, lack of synchronization between music and video. And, and it just kept getting worse and worse yeah. as the days yeah. went on, too. Oh, it was, it was... Yeah. It drove me nuts, though. And yeah. George, poor George. Well, but I mean, again, when you look at all of the components of this yes. thing and, and, you know, in a sense, I mean, this was a trade show booth. Nobody'd ever tried what we did at that point. Right. And we were not a production company by any nope. stretch of no, the no, imagination. No, no. You know, we were just a goofy distributor of a, of a lighting manufacturer based in Denmark, trying our best to, to do a trade show booth. And, um, 
And, uh, you know, this was the end result of it was, yep. was this show. So, you know, it was something that I, to this day, think that if you transpose everything, the time, the budgets, the, you know, the technology and everything else and compare it to today, it's so much beyond what anybody's doing today in any of these shows. Because, you know, for us to have taken it on back then with the product that we had back then and the limitations and everything right. else, it was, it was really, really complicated. And I say we, I mean, I take way too much credit for doing anything because I didn't do any of the you hard work. You found us Bozo the Clown. Uh, well, you what, you? No. I found you? Is that what you mean? Oh, that's bad. <laughs> no, uh, <clears throat> I mean, I, I was definitely the passion behind driving my oh, bosses absolutely. to spend the money yeah. and some of my employees who hated me to do the work. And um, so, you know, I was a catalyst, but that's mm -hmm. it. You know, I... I can't take any Wouldn't have credit beyond without that. You, you drove, yeah. You, well, I mean, it was a team, right? It really was. I just wasn't very good at, uh, you know, like I didn't sit in the booth with you guys and right. steam my ass off every day. <laughs> so, and, so when it was all tallied up, what it cost? Oh, uh, man, yeah, you don't want to say. Well, let's say if you were to convert it to today's dollars in today's trade show environment, sure. it was probably about $2 million. Oh, shit. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Never, yeah. Even, even in our runs after that with Martin and Comar, we'd never had a budget even close in those yeah. ones that I designed those but years I mean, later. But I mean, today, to do an average size lighting booth is, you know, two, three hundred thousand dollars yep. yep. So it's not what it used to be. Like, you know, we did some of those Comar booths and stuff for 50 grand. Yep. You can't do that anymore. Nope. You know, it's no going to cost you 50 no. grand to do a 20 by 20 booth or whatever, something small. Right. So, um, Plus, Chris's fees have gone up. You know, we were paying him about 12 bucks an hour no, back then. Was, I think it was at that time I demanded to have $500 a week. Are you That's serious? I'm dead serious. I yeah. think it was. Wow. After taxes. It was after taxes. $500 That's, a week. That's a lot of money, man. Man, it was. I, I think you were making more than I was. I thought I was living the life. <laughs> I really did. You might have been making more than I was at that point. I don't know. I think I was making $400 yeah. a week. But, uh, no, I mean, uh, so then... Peter, I don't think you had much involvement in the in the uh, party we did on the beach with Casey and the Sunshine no, Band. That no. was sort of a, I mean, as much as it there, was a big but, deal, yeah. it was a bit of an afterthought from a lighting standpoint. Right. We kind of went, oh shit, we need lights for the stage on right. the beach. Right. And nobody had any time to put anything together. Nobody had any time. Oh, one of the things I wanted to go back to first on the booth was control. So... You know, again, if we look at today's standards, not just of the lighting fixtures, and again, just doing it with LED fixtures versus PALs and 518s and stuff would make a tremendous difference from a weight, heat, power standpoint. Oh, yeah. We wouldn't oh, have yeah. needed generators for oh, one. Yeah. But, um, but when you talk about control, we were using, I don't know if you remember that controller, but it was basically a PC and a mouse. Mm -hmm. you know, and a keyboard. It was exactly. a 3032, yeah. 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 So, you know, this was not a rock and roll desk. Oh, this was no. a, a keyboard and a mouse and a, and a, a PC computer. It's one step up from the Comar. Well, oh, from the, the old not the Comar, from the uh, Selco. Yeah, the Navigator yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know that it was much of a step up. <laughs> at least <laughs> you know, she had a screen. You know, yeah, at least she had a screen. I don't know it was much of a step up. It was pretty crazy. <laughs> so, you know, that's the amazing thing is, you know, we were using that. I mean, it's not like we were using some incredible, you know, Grand MA console or something. We were using that. I mean, it was very difficult to program back yeah. then. You know, Peter would say, make them make do a, a flare and a little circle. Well, I had to make steps for I 
each know. one of those points. It's not there macroed was, in yeah. anymore. Yeah, we didn't yeah. have effects engines or no anything. Macro yeah. Lay out the paper cups on the yeah. ground and stuff. Oh, it was yeah. like 2,500 cues. That, that we crazy. ended up having in that. Thing. That's crazy. What, what were those things? Those were like 256 channels per controller or something, right? Wasn't it? It was. It was considered links. So uh, it, it was only a maximum of 32 Martin fixtures on each link, max. And you could have how many cards? Could you have four? Four, four cards. cards. Yeah. So you could basically get what's that? 128 yeah, fixtures and that's total. That's why we had so many PCs. You know, we yeah. had four desks and rehearsals. You know, and and me and George on rolling carts. You know, rolling in between yeah. them all. Yeah. Yeah. Friggin' nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, again, fast forward to the party. And, um, you know, again, afterthought. So the lighting wasn't that great at the party. But I'll never forget, I'm sitting at the bar inside. And, uh, and um, John Broderick comes up to me and he goes, Marcel, I got to tell you one thing. And I said, what? And he goes, well, two things. And I said, okay, what? And he goes, number one, you know how to throw a party. And I said, thank you very much. And he goes, yeah. number two... That is the best pyro I've ever seen. And, yeah. you know, this is Metallica's lighting yeah. designer who's saying, that's the best pyro I've ever seen. Yeah. And so that was a company that was based in Buffalo, New York, and we actually charged them to be a part of that show with us. Uh -huh. I think they paid us $20,000 to really? be part of, well, so this was my yeah, incredible yeah, yeah. business mind at the time, you know. <laughs> right. I was an entrepreneur. Kind of a showcase. And, uh, yeah, to, yeah, well, but they got a lot out of that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they really did because that put them on the map. I mean, they had so many inquiries yeah. by the next day for shows and tours and whatever. And But the pyro was insanely good. I really wish I could have seen it. Yeah. Really you were in the did. hospital getting your stomach uh, pumped a, by I then. I was already halfway home somewhere. Yeah. Oh, my God, wow. Chris. Chris, well, you had a crazy night. We you needed to unwind. We, yeah, we were up for four days straight. Chris <laughs> needed to unwind. Unfortunately. And so. you ate the food at the... No, it wasn't food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chris needed to unwind a little bit, so you, bit. you had fun. Yeah. But, you know, the funny thing was the timing of that whole party that, um, you know, at Martin, we were like... You know, we need an act. And so I went to our, our party planner and I said, I need to hire somebody. You know, we need somebody to do a party on the beach. And she said, what's your budget? And I said, well, we've kind of spent it all on like these bicycle guys and a clown and a, and a choir and all this other stuff. And yeah, so we don't have much of a budget. And, and she said, well, how about Casey and the Sunshine Band? And this was right before disco had a resurgence. Mm -hmm. So Casey and the Sunshine Band was like, you know, goofy as they came. Like you're you're looking at this going, oh God, are you kidding me? And um, I said, I don't know. And she goes, thirteen thousand dollars. And I go, sold. sold. We'll take them. <laughs> you know, because he was local, we didn't have to pay for limos or travel or hotels or yep. anything. He wanted the gig because he was hungry at the time. Sure. Sure. And so people were busting my balls saying, you know, this is crazy. I can't believe you're getting a disco act. And yep. all, all of those people at the front of the stage yep. party, yep. do a little dance, <laughs> shake yep. a little. You know, so, uh, I mean, that party was just a friggin' blast. And there's, you know, there's some stories that I probably shouldn't tell about that party, which I probably won't. But Good. I remember Good. Obi coming to me with a couple of pretty funny requests that I had to fulfill. And, of uh, course, coming from Obi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, oh, so the funniest thing. So I had, uh, we had given people drink tickets. You probably had a whole roll of them, Peter. I, yeah. I have no recollection. <laughs> we gave people drink <laughs> tickets. What was left after Chris had yes, used most I of them. them. <laughs> and uh, 
And but besides that, I had a tab going at the bar inside. Ooh. And I mean, like a real tab. You know, this was a tab to be proud of. So I remember I'm standing talking to, to Broderick and um, the party planner, the, the, the bar people kept chasing me around to cover yeah, my tab, yeah, yeah. right? And so the party planner comes to me and she goes, they're a little bit nervous, you know, about you and your tab. It's getting late. It's like one o'clock in the morning or whatever. Can you cover it? And I said, yeah, bring me the, bring me the check. And, you know, I'm thinking it's going to be about eight or ten grand, right? It was like... Thirty-two oh. or $33,000. Oh. No. oh, my God. And so she hands me this check, and I go, okay, hang on one sec. And I go to Peter, and I go, Peter, see Broderick? And he goes, yeah. And I said, I need to buy him a drink. Give me your credit card. And he goes, oh, okay, oh, okay. No. So he hands me his credit card, oh. Peter Johansson. And so I go and give it to the event planner to pay this $32,000 tab. So I bring it back to him to sign. And he's talking away, and he, he, he's signing, and he looks down, and he goes, Jesus Christ, what was he drinking? <laughs> uh, that was that so was hysterical. Funny. 32 grand or whatever. <laughs> so that was fun. And, uh, you know, I mean, of course, we, or you guys, won every award there was. I mean, you know, best booth and, you know. Best I, light show. Best light, light show. show. Yeah. The, uh, the PAL, PAL was product. best new product. And that had everything to do with the way that it was being presented. I mean, you couldn't help but know that that thing had framing shutters in it, you know, the way that it no, was presented. Yes. Yeah. That, was, that was the whole presentation. And, um, and so, you know, I think as hard as it was for everyone involved, I think there was a moment of pride at some point. And I think there's still people that hate me today because of it. Mm -hmm. You know, Noel and... And some of those guys probably still are like, you bastard. You know, it's like every time I see Mike Ledesma, he goes, you and those fucking pals, Marcel. Because <laughs> on Gloria Stefan, he used pals and oh, he just constantly had guys climbing in the oh, rig, yeah. fixing them. Yep. Yeah. And because uh, I don't know if you remember, but if you kept the if you kept it blacked out for too long, it had burn a hole in the shutters. Yep. The, oh, the focus, right. just the way that the yeah, focus yeah. of the lamp, the way the lamp converged, it just basically converged right on the on the uh, the blackout shutters or dimming yeah. shutters. Yep. And so it would either it would either burn the oil off the shutters and make them seize <clears> up, <throat> so it wouldn't undim or it wouldn't dim right. all the way or whatever, or it would just burn a pinhole right oh, in the yeah, center right. of yep. it. Yep. it. You know, it wasn't long after that I was doing a, a, a Reba tour where she used three stages, took up the entire arena floor, we call yeah. it the three ring circus. Yeah. And basically it was a home stage proscenium with a ramp leading to a center yeah. stage. And I remember it well. Another ramp going to the far end. And that whole floor ramp and the stages themselves were surrounded by pals. Nope, no, 518s. 518s. Oh, I, remember we, yep. I remember the ad. We, 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 it was the we 518s rehearsed. for the runway lights. Yep. Yeah. Well, the, well, we had the pals somewhere because I, I remember them in the rig. we had to keep outside. them open to keep them from burning yep. the shutters. Right. Yep. Yeah. Open or off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, Peter, but we did an ad with you that that showed you with a 518 that said, my favorite little pocket rocket. <laughs> and uh, so I've got a funny story about that Reba tour. So um, LDI in Reno yeah. happened to be at the exact same time that Reba was in Reno. Okay. And so, um, you know, I didn't want to bug you for tickets or anything. 
so I just went down there and me and I think it was me and Peter Moore or something, we go walking in the backstage uh, gate and the guy goes, excuse me, who are you with? And we had uh, Martin laminates on and we go, Martin. And he goes, okay, go. <laughs> that could probably still work. You know? yeah, I mean, yeah. it, worked, it worked gloriously at that point. I mean, it was, I was like, Jesus, you know, where can't you get in with a Martin badge? Exactly. So, uh, yeah, I mean, what a, what a cool time. And, and uh, so, you know, technology, you know, I can't imagine how different that show would look and behave if we were to do it today with you know new martin fixtures for example right and i don't know all the fixture names and stuff but i know for sure vipers are are incredible fixtures and uh they've got that new allure that's got all the cool theatrical stuff and Mm -hmm. framing and all that stuff so you know i can't imagine that and you could probably do a choir with moving heads pretty well too although the mirror thing was cool yeah it was yeah. just cool. The mirror's quicker. I mean, it was precise. I just and remember fast the whole praise him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I remember it well. Uh, yes. Yeah, of course you do. Of course you do. Well, you know what, though? I mean, as bad as everything seemed, oh, it, it, was, it sure was cool. It was great. It if was. I, if I can draw a parallel, do you remember the Johnny Halliday, the French performer who performed with thousands of park hands? I mean, there's still some great photos yeah. of him. With just walls and walls of park. That's all there was at the time. Right. And there's some amazing photos of that. And you look back at that technology, even though you forget the lack of technology when yeah. you look at the beauty of it. And I kind of get the same feeling when I think back on this particular. Yeah. Year, you yeah. Know? Yeah. By compare, you don't want to compare it. Yeah. It's in, it's in its own era. Yeah. Right. So to speak. Well, I mean, there's better looking light shows you know like i went up to the martin demo room they've got some great stuff going on up there if you look over at the clay packy booth the the stelos and and all the stuff that they've got going on over there ayrton ayrton always does these incredible light shows now and i think you know they kind of picked up some of the martin love from the old days ayrton does an amazing job with light shows so you know there's still companies out there that do it again i just i stand by the statement that nobody will ever do it quite the way that you guys all did and we all did uh, at that point back in 1995. So I, I almost wish we had a bottle of champagne sitting here because I would toast you all and say, you know, have at her, guys. Yeah. So what's he asking us? Somebody we were, just walked up and made a weird little... asking uh, about champagne. Champagne? Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. Yes, four. Four. <laughs> we'll take four uh, uh, champagne, sh- sh- please. Tequila. We, we Tequila. Kinda, we kind of broke ground a little bit. And yeah. Uh, we did. Yeah, I nice think to so. know we were part of that. I mean, yeah. Peter became a huge influence on my career after I had met him for that show. Really? Yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, I did boost for up until oh, six, yeah. seven years ago. Damn, yeah, you know? I knew I should have had contract. Damn, Chris, Chris <laughs> kind of became Chris kind of became the booth guru after for, that. For a while, yeah. and for did, a long time, yeah. did some for me, did some for other guys, and and has you know won more awards for best booth and all that stuff. So he definitely kind of grabbed the the thing and ran with it and yep. he came up with some pretty cool designs over the years too for for some of these trade show booths but you know we definitely started a trend we did some things that uh nobody had ever done i think it woke some people up in the industry like high end and even verilite who went jesus yeah know, they're not a disco these company guys anymore. are on the map yeah. Yeah. suddenly yeah yeah and Good uh point. Good yeah point. so 
Uh, anything anybody wants to add, Henry? You've no, way just, over-talked on yeah, this no, podcast. No, no, no. You know? just, well, no, I mean, you know, uh, it was kind of funny. We got a sneak preview of the upstairs demo room for Harmon yesterday, and they have all of the, they have like the museum yes, posters yes, yes. up there where if you're feeling nostalgic, and it's kind of funny, Marcel and I walked through that yesterday, and we're like, oh, geez, I remember that fogger when it first I, came out. I remember out. Yeah. when it was new. When it was, was new. The yeah. Super Moon 2. Yeah. yeah. I remember the Super and, Moon 2. And yep. the funny thing about that is, is you have, you know, when you've been in the industry, for a really long time, you have residual self-image of yourself as if you're 30 years younger. Still, yeah, right. Yeah. So it's just it's that's just like, you, Henry. No, I'm serious, right? I'm just like it's called you denial. Look, you look at the fixtures and you go, yeah, you know, I sold those three or four years ago, and that shit's like no, 25 no, years no, no, old, no, no. right? Yeah. So it's it's, just, yeah. it's unbelievable. But yeah. um, well, it's, when I discovered on the way into doing this podcast a couple weeks ago, and or a month ago, when they asked us to do it. Um, when I realized it was 24 years ago, I was like, holy shit. Really? Yes. <laughs> really? Yes. 24 years ago? I mean, man, Peter, we're getting old. Man, I used to be the young I'd be kid. Old. <laughs> I'd be old. Yeah. Yeah. I'd I mean, be old. We, I know. remember the days when me and Dearson sat in, in Pensacola just after that show for the Reba rehearsals. We were oh, so yeah. young. Right? Yeah. We were the young kids. Now yeah. we're in our 50s. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a you got a gray beard. It's sun bleach from the soccer game. Are you doing Santa stuff? No, yeah. not really. No, not really. Not no, 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 not really. Not that really. means yes, just for friends. It's just for you. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I have to jump in. You mentioned Reba in Pensacola. Yeah. That's when we were doing that big show and rehearsal, right. and it was so large, and we actually, without realizing it, kind of. Uh, dreamt up the concept of residency because we're sitting there one day going okay how many trucks is this going to take we're mapping yep. it all out and I said you know we're staying at the Pensacola Hilton or right across the street uh, Pensacola I mean, yeah. Marriott yeah. or one of those yep. and I said why don't we just book this show in here for the year and let people come in and see it you know mm -hmm. that was our first concept of a residency of course Pen it was a Pensacola being the big destination yeah. place that it is you know <laughs> yeah like yeah. everybody's going to come to Pensacola <laughs> and it actually snowed one of the days do you remember that no, I don't remember yeah that. i i came from from Miami straight up and i didn't have a jacket all i had was shorts and t-shirts and it That's actually crazy. snowed that is crazy oh. <laughs> So I don't, I don't uh, know why I remember that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I again, guys, you know, thank you for uh, for everything that you guys did on that thing 24 years ago. And I I wish George Valdez was here. I wish Peter was here. I wish Noel was here. But all those guys work for other companies yeah, now, and they're exactly. all busy and stuff. But um, you know, I that was just. It's a moment in my career that I will never forget. And every time somebody pops that video up, usually it's you, Chris. Uh, <laughs> but every time that video pops up of that booth, you know, and it's sad because we didn't have cameras, uh, camera phones and stuff no, back then. It's so too bad yeah. I was trying to get footage. pictures no, of the booth and LDI didn't have them. Jackie Tien, who used to run LDI, didn't yep. have them. Uh, you know, nobody anywhere seems to have any pictures of that booth and that show because, again, like who carried cameras around? Not very many people. Yeah. And now yeah. everyone does. You know, I mean, just the magazines phone. that I brought today, you know, those old things. Yeah. Where would you ever find them? I, I don't just know. happened I'm to be on I'm amazed that you yeah. had those. I was too. I found out. I'm yeah. amazed that you had well, those. Back in the day, you couldn't photograph inside the booths anyway. Remember, there was a camera thing where you could not do did that. Did we do that? I, I don't remember if we did that. Some of the high-end did what? You did. No cameras. No cameras in the booths. You couldn't well, photograph the product. Someone did. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, that was. I don't recall. He was he was one of our sales reps at the time, so yeah. we allowed him to do it. I think, but I don't yeah. know if, because it wasn't like you were a phone and hiding, you know, taking pictures. Yeah, camera. Exactly. You knew if they're yeah. If you pictures. had a camera, you, you yeah. knew it. Yeah. No, I mean, I wish though because I I would love to have more visual evidence of of that show because you know again it was that was ridiculously crazily incredible. And uh, so, you know, again, Chris, thank you. Peter, thank you. Thanks, guys. Uh, thank thank you, you both for, for coming and doing this podcast to talk about it. Because I think, uh, you know, it's a moment that kind of pulled us all together a little bit. And Absolutely. Peter, we went on to do a lot of fun things together Absolutely. after that. And, uh, you know, you brought us along on some pretty exciting tours and rides. And I've enjoyed our friendship uh, for a long time now. So. So, yeah, I guess uh, we're done. We're going to have to go enjoy some of what LDI has to offer. And uh, there's a lot of cool stuff out there. Both of you make sure you get up and see the Martin Demo Room because yeah, it is pretty cool. There. And it does have that uh, that little walk-through history, history. Yep. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty cool. So, um, yeah, anything else? Nothing? No, thank you. Thank no, you. Yeah. We you thank, fun, guys. Of course, All right, Marcel, guys. we have you to thank. Well, frankly, for that whole yep. experience, you're giving really me way good. too much credit. I didn't do anything. I spent somebody else's money, which is the easiest thing I've ever done. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm really good was, at that. It was I'm, pretty stressful for you. I know. I'm not I so know. good at spending my own money, but I'm good at spending other people's <laughs> yeah. money. Yeah. Well, anyways, thanks a lot, guys. Thank you, Marcel. Thank you, uh, Henry. We're out. Sweet, sweet child